This is episode 26, Loving Ourselves to Reach Our Best Potential with Shirley Tan, part 2. Mabuhay and welcome to the Best of You podcast. Each week, we give you an inspirational person or message designed to empower you to go further faster. This is Jessie and this is another day to inspire Filipinos around the world. Adversity helps mold you to be the best of you. This is what we learned from part one of our interview with Shirley Tan. Today, we will get to know more about her. How did she maintain her optimism amidst adversities? Let's listen to part two of our interview with Shirley Tan together with Mike. All of us go through moments, let's call them moments of despair. Yes. Um, sometimes those moments can last a few minutes, yes. a few hours, a few days, <laughs> a bit longer than we <laughs> wished. Some people might even label this depression. Yes. Mild spells of depression. I mean, we'll do a mutual sharing on this answer. But uh, what advice would you give people to help them snap out, get out of those horrible moments where they just can't see, they've lost hope or yes. they're feeling sorry? What advice, we can share both here, but what what has helped you personally and what have you seen help work with others? Um, I, I went through bad depression, a spell of bad, bad very bad depression. Um, that was back in 2000 and yeah, back in 2000. And it didn't last until 2005 is when I climbed out of it. In fact, I was so bad that I was suicidal. Every day, from the moment I opened my eyes to the moment I closed my eyes, I could not think of anything else other than to die, to just take my own life. And I would go through the different scenarios of how I should end my life. And I had just given birth to my daughter, uh, and it just got worse. So it's a multitude of reasons. Um, one was obviously I realized I was married to the wrong person and I was stuck in a marriage that was not good for me and as an Asian woman with very strict traditional family culture and heritage divorce is completely unheard of in my entire clan so there was never a divorce in that so it was very hard to to break out of a situation which you felt so obligated to stay in because society family and child compels you to remain where you are and so I for that period I thought yet the best thing for me to do since I could not cope with being stuck in that situation was to die. Hmm. And yet, um, I suppose this is where my daughter itself, despite being just a baby at that time, was the glimmer of hope. Hmm. Because if it were not for her 
and seeing how her life would transpire without me. I don't think I would have an ounce of will to want to continue living. Mm. So I would look at her and I would imagine how she would grow up without a mother, regardless of whether I'm a good mother or a bad mother, but without a mother. And how would that impact her life? And every day I go through that struggle of wanting to die and wanting to continue and it would just go back and forth. So finally, I dealt with the, it was a list of very bad things and so I dealt with the worst one first, which was getting the divorce. So getting myself out of that situation, mm. that was really, really bad. So once the divorce got through, at least I was out of being stuck in a situation. Then the second one from the, very, the list of very bad things was to pick up myself. And picking up myself requires a lot more work um, because if every day you woke up and you saw hopelessness and meaningless, um, the, me the, the, the horizon of meaningless just opens up to you like it will never end. Mm. And you have to find small measures of joy, mm. very small. It can be something as trivial as listening to music or, or watching happy movies or just going to a park, anything, anything that gives you fair, you know, small amount of joy. Just mm. do it every single day. And don't, don't talk to people or feel obligated to talk to anybody or explain because nobody will get it because at that point in time even you won't get it <laughs> yourself you won't be understanding what you're going through you can't make sense of it and be very forgiving and merciful towards yourself because I know it's hard every day we wake up and we have this pressure of I've got to be good I got to be sane I got to be performing I got to be delivering I've got to be this that that yeah so just, just relax, let go, and forgive yourself, be merciful. This is a process you need to go through. So you just take baby steps, one day at a time, and you will be fine. So today, you might wake up and say, I can only take 10 minutes. I can only do 10 minutes of breaking out of my depression or negative thoughts which is fine tomorrow maybe you'll be 20 minutes mm. and it will grow and then you when you're ready then you do more when you're not ready then just sit still but what you don't want to do is just sit still and brew and mull and mm. whine and just stew yeah I, I always use this word stew in your own sadness it's like hugging the pit of hell like as if it's your best friend it is not everything is temporary sadness joy pain pleasure it will come and go so this will also go at some point what you don't want to do is get drowned and overwhelmed that you go with it so rise above but slowly mm -hmm. there is no race there's no competition. 
You don't need to compare yourself with someone else. You just work with your own pace and time. And it will be fine. Because mm. you will be fine at the end of the day. So I can say that because I'm still sitting here. <laughs> and, and I'm doing all the things I really love. And I look forward to each day. I, I don't even want to sleep sometimes because I'm so happy doing what I love and I have so much energy and joy to share and it's almost like uncontainable. But I know I have to rest so that I'm <laughs> at my best, delivering the mm. best of me. Yes, um, and yeah. you're giving us today. <laughs> From day to day and, and with whoever I meet. So imagine that, that whole... Um, transition, transformation from that and now. Mm. So some people may, may have more serious problems and they need help uh, with medication and doctors. So do that. Do that. Take whatever you need to improve. Do whatever you need that actually heals. Don't do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. How important has forgiveness been on your journey? Oh, huge huge and, and forgiveness goes both ways because uh, I'm most I'm most merciless with myself I'm most unforgiving with myself uh, and when I'm in that state obviously I will have very little tolerance for other people I wouldn't like the way they sit I wouldn't like the way they talk I wouldn't like the way they you know, it could be so trivial and petty mm -hmm. to big stuff. But when I find that uh, I have more forgiveness towards myself and more mercy towards myself, I could also extend that to my wider uh, circle. And it becomes then a more compassionate, loving engagement. Mm -hmm. And that's important, I think. Mm. And that's how we can make up bridges and connect from one to another rather than standing in our so-called ivory tower and be very judgmental, passing out judgments in, onto others as well as to ourselves. Because that's how we work, the inner dialogue, the very negative inner dialogue. Mm. Oh, you're not like this, you're not like that. Oh, why can't you be like this? You know, Other people are doing it much better. But you also unconsciously or consciously do that to others. Mm. So as we engage in negative dialogue internally, that's what we re reflect mm. uh, in, in our daily life with others as well. Mm. So when you have more forgiveness, that also creates more patience. Mm. That also promotes more merciful uh, behavior. Of behavior meaning from your thoughts, speech, and actions. Mm. So then the whole engagement your daily life with whoever whoever or whatever situation that arise becomes very um, compassionate mm. very gentle almost tender and and that's how I like to mm. to to engage in I my daily life and you, uh, what I'm liking about the theme I'm seeing in your answers here that it goes back to self to yeah. looking after self because if you don't look after yourself then you cannot serve others no. if you don't and it's not a self, people, I love, not, I get frustrated at myself sometimes, but others when they misinterpret this as selfish. Yes. And there's a big difference, difference. between, and maybe you can talk to this, 
helping our listeners understand the difference between being selfish and loving self. Can you help them understand that difference? Being selfish is very um, self-serving in that sense. I mean, people understand uh, self-serving. You only want to do the stuff that only serves your desires, Mm. your purpose, at the expense of others, or you completely disregard others. And you are only loyal to your needs of others. As being, what I mean by that is, if you see other people are able to help you fulfill your own needs and desires, then you're loyal to them. So you're not actually loyal to them, you're loyal to your needs for them. Mm. They fulfill whatever it is that you need, so once it's fulfilled, you move on. And being selfish actually disconnects you from the whole. It disconnects you from even your highest self because you, you operate on the assumption and the belief that as long as you take care of your own needs and desires without any consideration of others, you win, you are fine. So you are very disconnected. You exclude everything and everyone. Whereas when you are loving yourself, you understand that you do not exist in isolation. Your happiness, your welfare, actually sort of, it's interdependent with everyone around you because we are living in an ecosystem of sorts. Life is not experienced and lived in isolation mm. life is communal yeah. and we can only become better when we are engaged with other people in experiences in, in adversities or in uh, uh, joy when we engage with other people these are the things that come up that's when you also learn more about yourself how can you have revelations when you, you're in isolation mm. it's impossible and how can you become a better you when you're completely alone, away from everything else? Wh- where do you get your learning? Mm. Where do you get your feedback? Where do you get your experiences? Mm. Yeah, so it's impossible. Mm. But when yourself, you're loving yourself, you understand that I have to take my care of myself better because when I take care of myself better, I can do everything that I enjoy and I can also share, and I can also create a more harmonious or fulfilling or meaningful experience with others. Mm. When you love yourself, you also understand how to take care of yourself and value yourself. Because if you don't know how to value yourself and take care of yourself through love, through self-love, how would you be able to do that with others? A lot of people seek love. A lot of people seek love from others because they think that's what happiness means, right? I have to find the one. I have to be with someone. But when you don't even understand what love is and you don't even love yourself and you don't even know how to uh, be with yourself, Mm. how do you do that with someone else? (laughs) It's impossible. Yeah. 
So you can't even recognize the value in others. Yeah. You can't even recognize um, what, what beautiful things there are, that, or what makes them beautiful, mm-hmm. because you don't even see beauty in yourself. Yeah. So I, what I love about self-love, as opposed to being selfish, it, it makes my life more meaningful because I'm able to connect with people more mm-hmm. on a real on a real um, on a real level mm. beyond the, the bullshit mm. yeah beyond the insecurities or fears mm. and uh, and you get to the heart mm. the heart of each person you get to the beauty of who they are mm. and to see that masterpiece unfold and they're also helping your own masterpiece and your beauty unfold it's a very beautiful fulfilling experience. Mm. I like it. <laughs> uh, but I want to tur- touch on different emotions that you go through. Yeah. And one is, a, I believe, a very, it can be a very powerful emotion is anger. Yes. So, I'll rephrase it in a different way. If you were to punch someone in the face, who Whoop. would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what makes you angry. A lot of things make me angry. But I understand the source of my anger. Actually, I wouldn't punch someone in the face now because I, or, or, or anyone in the face now because I know that doesn't resolve anything. Mm-hmm. It only creates more disharmony and more anger. What I would do instead, yeah. I would kiss someone instead because I didn't say on the lips, right? I just, but I will kiss them because it will immediately calm them down. And then they are not expecting that. No. For sure. But it would immediately calm them down. Because what I don't want is to be sucked in into a vortex of anger that serves no purpose and mm. it doesn't resolve anything. And we waste more time and energy in that negative space. And mm. it really is so unnecessary. Mm. What I would rather do is diffuse and calm it down and then look towards addressing the real problem. Mm. So yeah, I would kiss instead of punch. That is first time that's been <laughs> I like it. <laughs> first time ever. <laughs> Let's jump to productivity. Mm-hmm. In terms of productivity, what works for you? Could you share something that you think some of our listeners would benefit and helps you become more effective? Like I, I think I shared one at the re- uh, when we started. Um, before going to bed, yeah, I think about all the things I'm grateful for. Do you think, or do you write, or how do you? I I, I go through it mentally. Okay. While lying in bed, so before I actually go to sleep, yeah, close my eyes and go to sleep. I close my eyes and think about all the things I'm grateful for for that very day. Yeah. And I do this every day, yeah. because it helps reinforce how wonderful how wonderful life is and how immensely grateful I am for everything that has happened to me on that particular day. Mm. And then when I wake up in the morning, I like to think about all the wonderful things about myself. Mm. I recognize it. Mm. Like, I know I can do this. I'm very happy that I am able to use my words 
to help and heal. I'm very happy that um, I'm able to contribute physically at the farm mm. and help other people. So I think about my wonderful attributes mm. and how I'm going to use them for that day. And, uh, and, and be very grateful again that I'm able to use everything that I'm blessed with, mm. every pr privilege that I have to do more good. Mm. Yeah. I guess a follow-up question will be on the power of no. What have mm. you said no to that has helped you the most oh, yeah, in terms I, of effectiveness? I, I do say no to a lot of things. I, I don't like confrontation, so I will say no when I am faced with people who are very um, attached to confrontation and that's their only thing that they know. So I always have a saying, I do not need to attend every fight I'm invited to. So I will say ah, no to that. That is golden. I like that. I love <laughs> so the way. I will not engage on that platform. Um, I will, depending on, um, on where I am that day, because we're not all of us not everyone can be their best every single day. Mm. So on days that I'm not so great, um, I'm very sensitive to people who are very negative. So if that, if that ambiance and that person is very negative and I am incapable of helping that person and it will drain me, I will also say no. Mm. I will say, I'll come back to you, but not today. <laughs> so I will, I'll be very discerning in my engagement with activities and people that are very draining, that are negative to me or who I am, I will f wait until I'm at my best and then I will go out there and engage with them. Mm. Yeah. So I'm very clear about what I say no to. Excellent. So three more questions. Three more questions, the last final questions. And this is interesting because you, like me, are a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the Philippines yeah. um, is kind of our adopted home. And yes. we've, we've formed a special relationship. Yeah. Um, not just with the physical country and the, and the beautiful nature, but with the people. So from your time in this country, now this is your second spell here. What is your dream for this country, for its people? Ah, okay. This is a very good question because I actually shared that with people at the farm and when I say the farm, is the Gawad Kalinga and Chadat Farm. And also with my fans, mm. uh, the ladies who participated on 18 of July event. I start with your flag, my dearest Filipinos. You see the star in your flag, that yellow star. Please, please remember the greatest gem of Philippines is not in her land or her beautiful islands or the sea or the sky. It's you, the people. You are the most beautiful gem of the Philippines. You are the ones who make things happen for your country and for everyone else. So become that star. Take your place. Reclaim your greatness so that you can become part of that star in your flag because if it's not you then who and if it's not now then when so the time has come it's time to shine 
and take your place in that star. Oh, I'm getting very emotional. That was beautiful. I'm going to give you a big hug. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, oh, <laughs> you got me good here. Second last question. Yes. And this is, I want you to visualize. And okay. all her beauty, all her charms, <laughs> all her outlook on the world, all her, how she saw her future. But if you'd only had to go back in time, mm. and what would you say to her? What advice would you give 20-year-old Shirley? <laughs> you are going to make a lot of stupid mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you are going to fall very painfully in several stages in your life. And you will be scarred. You will be assaulted. You'll be stripped and shamed and humiliated. But everything that you're going through will help you understand what love is, what gratitude is, what joy is, and why the greater humanity relies on never giving up, on believing that the good will always prevail. So no matter what you're going through, remember the goodness in you and bring the goodness in you to the table always. And that's how you become the best of you. Mm. Wow. That's very authentic and it's very vulnerable. Let your love be mightier than your hate. Let your dreams be stronger than your fears. Let your hopes be invincible and be led by your greatness always. I am moved by this message. I could always go back to this message to keep myself strong and hold on despite of life's challenges. What about you? What are your takeaways on this interview? If you think this is worth sharing, then go on, click that share button, write your feedback on the comment section, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at bestofyou.ph. And follow us on Twitter at bestofyou underscore ph and on Instagram at bestofyou.ph. If you don't want to miss any episodes, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or tune in. You have the resources and the tools to inspire others and take advantage of that opportunity. Are you someone or a group who aims to make a difference? Now is your time to move. Best of You is always open to help you. Let's work together to inspire Filipinos around the world. Contact us through Mike Grogan at bestofyou.ph. Lastly, we are leaving this message for you to ponder. When you are prepared to slay your demons within and free yourself from all cages, limiting cages, then you are on your way to becoming the best of you. That's all for today. Watch out for our next episode. This is Jesse, and this is The Best of You, inspiring Filipinos to go further faster.